Jehovah's sexual standard is clear in the first two chapters of Genesis and throughout the Bible. Man-made views are far different. Those who practice them will perish. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. All mankind is created in the image of God. Male and female created he them. This is very binary. And the Lord says that a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. The two shall become one flesh and are commanded to be fruitful and multiply. This is God's sexual standard. Therefore, it is sexual morality. Everything else is sexual immorality. And this is so regardless of how many letters continue to be added to the alphabet soup. Hear now God's holy and inspired word in Numbers chapter 25, verses 1 through 3. While Israel remained at Shittim, the people began to play the harlot with the daughters of Moab. For they invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel joined themselves to Baal of Peor, and the Lord was angry against Israel. In these three verses, we see Israel, the visible covenant people of God, engaging in both sexual immorality, playing the harlot or beginning to whore with the women of Moab, and guilty of idolatry. Guilty not only of breaking the seventh commandment, but also the first commandment. In their day, sexual immorality was part of the pagan cult practice, in this case, of the Canaanite god, Baal. Now, all this should sound familiar to us. In our day, sexual immorality is also part of the practice of our God-denying and God-hating culture. It may be that many think it's just about sex, but there is no just when rebelling against Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As we continue reading in chapter 25, we see what God commands to be done immediately in verses 4 and 5. Then we see blatant wickedness in verse 6. And then the zeal, the righteous zeal of Phineas, which takes up most of this chapter. And then it ends with God's command to do to these people who acted with deception and hostility what the Israelites should do. And we need to recognize, in verse 9, that though the plague was stopped, many people died on account of their wicked ways. We are a sexually immoral people, our nation, and so many within the church. How did we get here? By not believing the clear biblical teaching about God's sexual standard. By not detesting with all our hearts all uncleanness. By passively accepting this in our culture and church rather than actively fighting against sexual immorality. Knowing this, 
how should we then live? We need to repent, to flee sexual immorality, to purge the evil from among us, to pursue God's righteous standard, to warn others that those who practice such things will by no means inherit the kingdom of God. And above all else, we need to look to Jesus Christ. Knowing the sexually immoral can be washed, sanctified, and justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of our God. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 